0: So welcome back to our Pink Couch series. I'm Megan. And I'm Dr. Cox. And today we're gonna talk about when to check your fertility because you've probably seen on Facebook and Instagram all of these ads for different ways to test your fertility. And we just want to give some insight on what that entails.
1: Yeah, I think
0: it's really important,
1: especially young women in the 20s and 30s. There's lots of ads out there these days on different social media platforms that are talking about checking your fertility or doing at-home fertility tests, and it can be a little overwhelming and consuming to people that don't really know what that means. So the good news is they're talking about it, right? Right. It's getting out there. We want
0: to just get you know the word out there because fertility can be such a hush-hush topic. For some people
1: you know so, yeah and a lot of women think that you know as long as they're healthy and in shape like time may not be of the essence until you get closer to your 40s but that's not actually true for for many women out there so it is important to understand what checking your fertility means and kind of what it entails
0: right some people are just like well it'll just happen when it happens but sometimes there are things that you know you need to actually need to get fixed and
1: it's true so what does checking your fertility entail For females, it's mainly looking at egg reserve and it's important to understand kind of what egg reserve means. So females, unfortunately or fortunately, depending how you look at it, we were born with as many eggs as we're ever gonna have, and by the time we hit puberty, we're down to even less than half of those eggs that could be used to help us get pregnant. Whereas men, they make their sperm until they're 50, 60, or if you're David Letterman, you can have kids at 70. So men have a lot more efficient system in some ways of being able to get someone pregnant. Females, however, are on a time clock. It's important to realize that so that we can take our health in our own hands. Ultimately, because we have lost so many eggs by the time we hit puberty, there's different hormonal changes that shift when we lose eggs over time. And that at-home kit that people are looking at through Facebook, Instagram, or even if you just go to your primary care doctor and say, hey, I wanna check my fertility, the main thing most people think about is just those hormones. They check hormones to see how the brain is stimulating the ovary to see if it's normal or if it's having to work really hard because the ovary is aged. And it also checks another hormone called AMH or anti malarian hormone that is made from the nest of cells that surround the egg pool we have left. As that egg pool goes down, AMH goes down, and it suggests that we're running out of eggs um, or our egg quality may be affected.
0: Yeah, so what about all those folks out there that are Hormonal birth control, like how would that affect the hormonal access when you're getting fertility checked?
1: Yeah, so the main hormone that you can check when you're on birth control is just AMH because we found that AMH or anti-mullerian hormone doesn't change during the menstrual cycle nor is it really affected by birth control that we have seen so far. However, that hormone that I talked about that can be checked that's the brain stimulating the ovary, it's called FSH, and that actually can be suppressed when people are on birth control so it can actually be falsely lowered and that's important for women to know because those at-home kits will check for all of these things. And if they have a low AMH, but they also have suppressed FSH, it may be because they're on birth control, like oral contraceptive pills, which can affect that level.
0: Right, so how far in advance would they need to be off of birth control before getting this check?
1: So it just depends. You know, you can just get your AMH checked, and an AMH is a good reserve. We've been studying it for probably 10 plus years now, and we think that it's pretty solid in the sense of telling us how many eggs are left. So you don't have to get off your birth control to get just that value checked. But if you really want a thorough access check, which is the FSH, estrogen, and AMH, you should be off birth control for about one to two months before you get it checked, because it'll give you a really accurate number at that point.
0: Gotcha, I think that's really important for people to know,
1: just so that they don't you know, get these tests when they're on birth control because
0: their results could be a little bit skewed.
1: Right. I mean, certainly the one hormone can be skewed and it can kind of falsely give you reassurance. Um, which can be a little scary for some women. The other important thing is though, so, you know, we talk about egg reserve and egg reserve is just looking at the eggs we have left, which obviously is very important for females because if you have no eggs left, you cannot yourself get pregnant. You might have to use eggs from someone else and that's a whole nother topic, but ultimately there's other things that go into fertility checks as well. So most important, yes, do I have eggs left that I can use at some point in the future to get pregnant? but there's other factors that come into play for fertility checks. You right, know
0: like tubal factors, uterine factors. You can have congenital issues with your anatomy that you know can't really be checked by getting your blood work
1: done. Correct. So. The blood work only gives you the eggs. And the rest of the evaluation checks to see, hey, is the tubes open for sperm to get to those eggs? Are there uterine factors that could affect the sperm getting to the eggs? All of those come into play. And then of course, don't forget the men. I mean, they have to make their own sperm. So not everyone is created equal and some don't make as much as others. So it's something that male factor wise could be an issue too in the future. So just because females check their hormones and they're normal doesn't mean that they're gonna have an easy time getting pregnant in the future. It just gives us one point in time to say, hey, your egg pool currently looks okay or it looks like it's already declining.
0: Right, and so it tells you at one particular point in time, but it doesn't necessarily project in the future how long it will stay Right, good. Correct. Yep. So is this something that people need to be doing every year or every six months or just one and done? Like how often and how like at what and age when, should yeah. they and when should
1: they? The truth is, it's a personal decision to when to get your fertility checked. Ultimately though, we know, um, being a fertility specialist, you know that at the age 35 to 37, most women's egg reserve starts to go down pretty quickly and kind of a more steep downhill climb. And by the age of 40, really, it, I kind of describe it as jumping off a cliff. There's women over 40 that still have some good fertility, but a, a good majority of women don't. Ultimately, I generally recommend that if you are the age coming into age 35 and you don't have a prospect of wanting to have a kid anytime in the near future, um, don't have you know a set relationship where you're looking at that, or you know that you're going to be putting off childbearing for even a longer period of time for career or just personal reasons, I think it's important by age 35 to at least get kind of a check out to say, hey, where am I at in the scheme of things? The downside of that is that just because we do it once at age 35 doesn't mean at age 36 or 37 it's going to be the same. So it only really gives you one point in time, theoretically. Um, While it doesn't have a set age cut off to be checking it, ultimately there's certain factors that can make you say, hey, maybe I need to get this checked sooner um, than age 35. And those factors can be if you've had irregular menstrual cycles throughout your lifetime and you've been put on birth control because you're not getting cycles regularly, or you go from having cycles to not having cycles, that can be kind of concerning as well. And I would recommend getting checked up. And other things that can fall into play, is, you know, are like autoimmune diseases or thyroid diseases or things like that because they kind of go hand in hand with affecting other d- fertility. Other disorders
0: that can affect the hormonal access. Right, so, the hormonal
1: access or egg reserve. Or, or egg reserve. yeah. So exactly so those are all things that can make a woman consider doing fertility checks sooner than at the age 35 but certainly by age 35 again if if you're not really ready i would recommend it because we've seen so many women between the ages of 35 30 30. and 40 where their fertility has significantly declined and how many of them have come in really? and said gosh i wish i knew i could check this, knew this sooner. sooner
0: right yeah exactly so say they get it done and it's considered low what would be something that they could look into for...
1: Yeah, so that's going to be our next podcast, really talking about fertility preservation. But ultimately, if you have a lower reserve, that tells you that if you want, you can look into trying to do fertility preservation options. And we'll get to that, like I said, in our next podcast. But. The whole point of this testing is to really give women the power to kind of take their health in their own hands and have some more control over it. Because the truth is, since we are on a time clock, it puts a lot of pressure on us as females to have to have a kid at a certain age or have to get in a relationship by a certain age to be able to have a kid. And it puts by knowing there's- on that relationship. It puts the pressure on a lot of people involved. So there's a lot of pressure out there. So the whole point is that having access to this testing, understanding what it means, and then understanding what you can do with it really empowers women to to be able to not have to stress and have that pressure on them you yeah, know it gives you 30s. a peace
0: of mind for your, the future of your eggs that's right
1: so I definitely recommend it especially when you know you're getting into the 30s and I want everyone to listen out for our next podcast where we talk about fertility preservation basically what can you do and what the process save. is like yeah all of that so all that to look forward to